It's Sunday, April 23rd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden's administration is poised to announce limits on greenhouse gas emissions from power plants that could compel them to capture the pollution from their smokestacks, technology now used by fewer than 20 of the nation's 3,400 coal and gas-fired plants, according to three people who were briefed on the rule. If implemented, the proposed regulation would be the first time the federal government has restricted carbon dioxide emissions from existing power plants, which generate about 25% of the planet-warming pollution produced by the United States. It would also apply to future power plants. Almost all coal and gas-fired power plants would have to cut or capture nearly all of their carbon dioxide emissions by the year 2040, according to the people familiar with the regulations. In other news, Republican presidential hopefuls made their pitch to evangelical voters in Iowa on Saturday, the first major event for candidates to court the key conservative voting bloc in a state set to hold the party's first nominating contest in early 2024. The annual presidential forum, hosted by the Iowa Faith and Freedom Coalition conservative nonprofit, is a chance for evangelical leaders and voters to see where the candidates stand on issues ranging from abortion to school choice. It was headlined by former Vice President Mike Pence, a devout evangelical who may soon launch a presidential bid, and U.S. Senator Tim Scott, who is exploring a run. Former President Donald Trump participated remotely via video link. Among other speakers at Saturday's event were former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, venture capitalist and author Vivek Ramaswamy, and Michigan businessman Perry Johnson, all of whom have said they plan to seek the Republican nomination. Around the world, China's foreign minister said Saturday his country is willing to work with the Philippines to resolve their differences as tensions rise over Beijing's behavior in the disputed South China Sea and Manila's deepening military cooperation with the U.S. Foreign Minister Ching Gong held talks in Manila with his Philippine counterpart, Enrique Manalo, and was scheduled to meet with President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. just days before he travels to Washington for a meeting with President Joe Biden. China has warned that a deepening security alliance between the United States and the Philippines should not harm its security and territorial interests or interfere in long-simmering territorial disputes in the South China Sea. Beijing has criticized a recent agreement by the Philippines and the U.S. to grant U.S. forces access to additional local military camps. Back in the U.S., General Motors is recalling certain Chevrolet Silverado medium-duty trucks for model year 2019 or later, following the discovery of a potential leak in brake fluid that could result in a fire. Potentially, over 40,000 vehicles could be affected. GM advises owners with potentially affected models to park outdoors and away from structures until the recall repair is done. Vehicles with model years before 2019 used a different design. GM said it is not aware of any injuries related to the condition. And Ken Potts, one of the last two remaining survivors of the USS Arizona battleship, which sank during the 1941 Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, has died. He was 102 years old. 
Howard Kenton Potts died Friday at the home in Provo, Utah that he shared with his wife of 66 years. Mr. Potts was born and raised in Honey Bend, Illinois, and enlisted in the Navy in 1939. He was working as a crane operator shuttling supplies to the Arizona the morning of December 7, 1941, when the Pearl Harbor attack happened, according to a 2021 article by the Utah National Guard. According to family friend Randy Stratton, Potts had all his marbles but lately was having a hard time getting out of bed. When Stratton spoke to Potts on his birthday on April 15th, he said he was happy to have made it to 102. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.